your hands in the air. Now wave them like you just don't care. And it's pure square from Delaware. And you got on clean underwear. Then you better say, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Welcome to the Magnificent Vibes Podcast, aka MVP where we talk about sports, music, media, and stuff that you might or might not care about. Season 4 kicks it off. The Lakers officially eliminated. Is the GOAT conversation finally over in regards to LeBron? We'll answer that question. Also, has Zion resurrected interest in March Madness? We're also going to answer that question as well. Robert Kraft comes up in the discussion also later, and we have a huge bracket ahead of you. Yes, our first Magnificent Vibes bracket will feature best NBA fights going up against each other. Who will win? Keep listening to find out. And also, in our Fizz Face segment, Ian's going to share with us and discuss his favorite salads and his dream salad. Be sure to grab some pointers from that segment. We also have some awards to give out, and we have hidden vibes ready for you at the end of the show. So just sit back, kick your feet up, enjoy a salad, enjoy some chips, popcorn, or whatever if you're on your lunch break, or you're at dinner, or you're on a train on the way, pop this in your headphones, and enjoy the show. Yo, what up, what up? What up, what up, what up? We back. back, we back, we back. It's been a long time since the left, y'all. <laughs> Without a dope. Nah, man, almost got caught <laughs> up in the ri- original, man. But I'm a dope <laughs> podcast to step to. <laughs> definitely, definitely. <laughs> man, dude, hey, you almost took me back to the Rakim and, and, and Eric B, man. I was hey, going to start. Spitting them flows, bro. <laughs> hey, man, that would have been all good, man. <laughs> all right. We uh, got another chime in. Yo, what's good, Jordan? Yo, yo. What up, what up, Jordan? What's going on, baby? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time, man. man. Oh, I shouldn't have left you. <laughs> <laughs> Without a dope. Double podcast to step to. Hey, you know what? <laughs> we got stay outs in the building. Yo, Jordan, yeah. Jordan, man. In the building. Glad to have you back, man. Glad to have you back. That that first that first episode you joined us, man, it was a hit. It was a smash hit. Oh, it was. Definitely. Oh, man, that's all y'all, man. I appreciate y'all having me on, man. Thanks for bringing me back. Now, you, you brought that stay out professionalism that we don't have over here. <laughs> <laughs> we all over the place, man. <laughs> Hey man, I'm 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 a crazy cat, man. I don't know how professional I can be. Hey, hey, you're more professional than us. We almost got canceled. <laughs> we 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 had a we had a commercial, we had a sponsor, one of our sponsors, one of our advertisers had to get yanked. <laughs> yeah, one of yeah, yeah. We we posted a commercial, man, and it didn't go so well, so we had to redo it. You know, so it was it was too, too, it was too, too hot, hot for TV. <laughs> <laughs> so we gonna have to we gotta simmer it down for season four. But hey, you know we still gonna be we still gonna pop the trunk, man. Absolutely. 
I we gonna you. do it the right way. We gonna pop the trunk the right way, you know. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yo, real quick, man, I want to send a quick shout out to those sisters who don't support their appointed husbands. <laughs> Oh my goodness, there you go, there you go. There we go, kicking off season four with a bang. Those sisters, they, 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 they husband ain't, ain't at, at, at least half the elders meetings because they, 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 they want to go so bad after the meeting. Hey man, look, 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 I'm going I'm to take y'all behind the curtain for a second, man. Uh-oh, behind the curtain, let's go. Well, okay, for one, your husband can always get a lift home from one of the other brothers. It's no problem. If you want to, if you want to take your kids and go because y'all tired after the meeting, do your thing. One of the other brothers will uh, 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 get them home. Now, what happens is, I'm going to take y'all back in the curtain. What happens is, at these meetings, sometimes decisions are made as far as what brothers are going to handle certain responsibilities. Who's going to spearhead the pioneer fee? Who's going to talk to, who's going to give counsel to Brother Prideful who doesn't take counsel well? Who's going to who's gonna be, be assigned the cleaning captain at the next assembly? Sometimes these decisions are made and the brother who is absent, we usually put those decisions or those responsibilities on the brother who's absent because he's not there to say no. So right. you think you're shaving off responsibilities for your husband, but you're actually inadvertently adding to his plate and his workload when you do that. Mm. I got so I got a I got I got something that's gonna flip this whole topic, right? I'm, I got a question that's gonna flip this whole topic. Is that cultural or regional? Hmm, that I don't know. That I don't know because we don't have that problem at Burbank. Really? Maybe it's no. Maybe never had that problem. Maybe maybe it, maybe it is cultural. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't say I, I've I've dealt with that. I, I can't say. I mean, I'm not an elder, so I I really can't say I've dealt with that. Oh, oh, wait, short. I'm gonna send him another link. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah, I I think it's cultural. It might be. I get, that 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 brings me to my next question. Okay. So so I have a question. Is this cultural or regional? When people in the territory doing door to door, they fall back to the point where the rest of the group stays ahead of them, and they eventually take maybe no doors. Oh. Is that cultural or regional? We don't have that far problem at all either. Like everybody just everybody go full <laughs> circle. They, they they take doors, man. They go door to door and uh, house over house, and that's it. Okay, maybe it's <laughs> maybe it's cultural. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought it was going to be universal, to be honest. Oh no, no, it's it. That's not an issue at Burbank. So y'all don't got those one or two sisters that just be, be so involved in their conversation, they fall back and they just stay no. behind the rest of the group and just No, because you know what here's the thing, they're really protective. They they're really like they're really aware of who's not around. Cause I mean for you know, you're you in the hood, but the thing is, y'all the, the hood, y'all accustomed to what's going on over there. Out here is they hear so much bad stuff on the news that they get so insecure, even in their own neighborhoods, that they tend to link together. And, and it's a big deal. Like they, it's a big deal if you know it's just sisters out. We they make sure it's a brother out with the sisters doing door to door because they don't want nothing to happen to the sisters. 
What up, Jordan? You back? You back? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Hey, I mean, I think I figured it out finally. Why in the world I always keep jumping on and off, man? My cheap phone I got from Walmart, man. It, it uh, <laughs> <laughs> didn't even know Walmart sell phones. Face to black. The face to black. Then it goes out and cancels out. So I got to make sure I keep touching the screen every ten seconds. Uh, what you yeah, got? A, what you got? A razor? <laughs> man, I, I got a. I got a. So I, I don't know what it's called. <laughs> oh, oh, and right. Hey, yes, Rodney, I got, I got the answer to the question I left last week about alcoholic beverages being served at hospitality. Okay, go ahead. The consensus was you can't tell anybody what to do in their own house. Mm-hmm. But you can, right. you can lead by example and not have alcoholic drinks at, when you host hospitality. Mm. Right. And I look, look. Y'all know me, man. Like, I, I, I enjoy the drinking experience. I have quite an, an expansive bar in my home. I, I, I have nothing against drinking, and I have a very liberal attitude toward it. Um, but some of the friends, man, they can't handle it. True story, man. True story. I was at my, my hospitality a couple weeks ago. I was at a sister's home. She had a punch bowl with spiked lemonade. Okay? Like, out and about, but, but you know want to throw your cup in or whatever okay mm. whatever but this one brother i guess that little bit of alcohol it must have woke something up in him it was like a dr jekyll and mr high thing he started sweating he, started, <laughs> he pulled me off he pulled me off to the side and said hey hey hey, hey brother right here you know, I got a couple bottles out of the car. We crack them open. And I'm like, nah, brother, it's cool. That won't be necessary. Then I find out from my wife later on that he had pulled two other sisters off to the side and told them the same thing. Yeah, yeah, I got a couple bottles in my car. I'm like, yo, I, 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 I ain't no, no expert here, but like, who, who travels, who, who drives around with like bottles in their car? Just in case it jumps off, you know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. Oh. Yeah, that's that's a sticky, that's a sticky situation right there, man. Do everything in moderation. That's all I say, man. If you're trying to make sure you watch what you do, set set example, like you said, man. Just just can't be out here stumbling, folks. So my my rule in my household, you know, is always, hey, if if we can do without, I, I don't mind a little social drink and i like my, my my drink too man but uh man if somebody is coming up in there talking about oh no liquor it then hey i can do without i drink a little water mm-hmm. exactly exactly what my wife would do is she because she makes this she makes this punch right for everybody and she puts it in a big old jar and then she'll have little mixes on the side She'll have like, uh, you know, the safe, you know, non-alcoholic champagne or whatever, or not champagne, but you know what I mean, the little ginger ale bottles, uh, you know, that come in. And then, and then she'll have a little sparkly or something in, in the background, a little uh, Bacardi in the background. But she'll put a note on there saying, optional, if you would like to spike your punch, it's optional. And that's it. And we just leave it out. We don't, we don't pressure nobody. Hey, you got to, you know, you want something to drink or you want to drink or this, that, and the other? No, I, we just leave it that's optional. A, that's a good idea. That's a good and, idea. And, and that's this- it. This brother, man, it was like something oh, the beast had awoken in him. It's like he really wanted to go out to his car <laughs> and, 
and, and, and get a drink, but he wanted someone else to join him. And it was like, okay, he knows enough to like not go there with it and try to get someone to join him. But I'm like, man, no, I'm not, I'm not about to co-sign this. It's like, you know, who who drives around with just liquor bottles in their cars, just ready to crack open, like. Yeah, man. And if the cop, if the seal is broken and the cops pull you over and find that, you going to jail. Mm. See, that might have been a problem. But I digress. I I digress. We we can get on with this show, man. Yeah, definitely. definitely. (laughs) Just one more thing I wanted to touch on. It was another sister that she she had this idea that she did for one of her gatherings. I thought it was an excellent idea because she actually had... uh, younger adults or young teenage a combination of younger adults and young teenagers and she did have liquor there but she bought wristbands so who's ever under 21 doesn't get a wristband and then if you get something to drink at the bar uh they give you a ticket and so when she comes back if you say say you got a ticket already and you had your drink and then you come back and try to get another drink they want to see your ticket so i'm like oh okay well it's kind of let people know how many drinks you had so i don't know you know oh okay okay i thought that was a pretty good idea for especially with having a mixture of younger people and you know older people so i thought that was pretty cool Uh, you know i wouldn't do it myself that's a little bit too much work but yeah you out there in burbank they don't mind putting in that work we kind of actually no. This was a north side. This was a north side. Oh, oh man, even worse, even worse. They, they, yeah, you, you, you know how we all, you know how we all out, out, out my way, uh, Rodney. Uh-huh. You know the cultural and regional difference. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. All right, uh, let's get into the show, man. We got a big bracket coming up. I, I just want to breeze through a couple of these topics though before we get into our bracket. Uh, number one. And I actually had I actually just shut down a LeBron James apologist yesterday. It felt so good. So good. What you got? The first question I want to ask, now that the Lakers are eliminated from the playoffs, does this officially eliminate the GOAT conversation? Finally. Um, for me, the GOAT conversation was eliminated three years ago. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. It's like the only people still trying to have this conversation are the LeBron stands, the Nick Wrights, the, the Shannon Sharps. Okay, like these are the only people still trying to have this conversation. Even like, Nick Wrights kind of pumped the brakes on his. Has I think he has. Shannon still riding <laughs> shotgun. <laughs> about to say something else, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. I had to clean it up. He's riding shotgun. <laughs> man, I, hey, man, look, look. Those who would listen to the show. You've heard all the snippets I, by the professionals that I've tacked on at the end of some of our shows, man, that, that present very concise, convincing arguments as to why LeBron will never catch up with Michael Jordan. Like, it's, it's not even a conversation worth having. I mean, people say, oh, LeBron just can't do nothing. Yeah, yeah, he can do something. He could, he could take two years off and come back and win three straight. That's what he can do. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what he can do. Then we can start having that conversation. I might even say, I might even say he wins. But until that happens, you know, come on, man. Come on. Jordan, what you think? Uh, Ian, all I got to say, man, because now I'm thinking about the last time I was on here. 
I think I have officially, especially after the crap that has been going on in LA this year with LeBron, I think I've officially put Lance Stevenson above LeBron now. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Lance Stevenson. Did you see the move last night? Did you see the move last night? The way he broke dude's ankles? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I heard about it. I didn't see it. Bro, Dude, it was spectacular. It was spectacular. The house down. It brought the house down, George. You got to look up that highlight today. And he hit a three. I'm gonna check it out YouTube later. I'm gonna check it out later, man. Yeah, I heard oh, about it. And he hit the jumper. And he hit the jumper. Dude, this is this, Lance Stevenson. He's the real victim of 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 the Lakers being eliminated from the playoffs. Okay? No playing time, man. No playing time. No playing time. But they, uh, uh, Luke Walton, he wanted to put the ball in LeBron's hands and LeVar Ball's hands. I mean, Alonzo Ball's hands and Brandon Ingram. And, and don't play Lance Stevenson. He'll be balling, man. And then he won't play him a second in the, the third or fourth quarter. Like, what is that about? <laughs> Luke, Luke Walton, man, you're going to get fired and you earn this firing by not centering your offense around Lance Stevenson. Have, have fun at UCLA next year. <laughs> you, you crossroads, the loop walk. Now check this out. My my official opinion about what it is with with uh, uh, LeBron and his legacy and this whole whole goat conversation. My thing is, I'm gonna go back even further. I feel like in my mind. LeBron lost out on that title, that that official title of being the greatest ever, when he when he uh, uh, paired up with Bosh and Wade, mm-hmm. and got his titles through them. Right. It wasn't because of him, but he got his titles. Thank you, Ray Allen. Uh, uh, thank you, Kyrie. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, everybody. You know who was on the team. You know. So and out of so those, no. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're absolutely please, right. Please, like I I don't I don't buy this mess about. Oh, he's the goal. You can pass, surpass Michael Jordan in all-time scoring. You can pass him in whatever you want to pass him. But when you just look at the eye test of what Jordan was and the intensity that he brought to the game, the aggressiveness, like I always feel, I feel Kobe is up there above LeBron when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that killer mentality, that no-lose mentality, like this year, if Kobe was on the L.A. team, Man, it would be furniture moving. If Jordan was on the LA team, somebody would have been dead by now. Yeah, you're LeBron right. is waiting to to, to uh, uh, put out Space Jam too. He ain't thinking about no Hey man, he he has not surpassed Jordan. He hasn't surpassed Kobe. He has not surpassed Duncan. No, he hasn't surpassed Kareem. He hasn't surpassed Magic. Okay. Um. Well, I don't know. Maybe he surpassed Magic. You know, there's just so many others, man. Like, there's just so many others I'm thinking about that come to mind when I think about all-time greats. It's debatable whether or not he's passed Larry Bird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what people, and what, and, and these fat, these fat people, what they, they want to bring up, oh, he surpassed Jordan and this, this, and that. What they always fail to bring up is Jordan didn't even play his second season. Like, like, so he 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 lost an entire season due to his foot being broken, and it still took LeBron more games and more seasons to surpass him. In addition to having a four-year start because he came straight out of high school. But you talk about this year, they want to bring oh, 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 LeBron missed eighteen games. That's 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 why they didn't make the playoffs. But you don't want to count Michael Jordan's second season where he broke his foot. Please, 
please. Mike, Mike never missed the playoffs until he got to the Wizards. And all these people that's trying to attack the whole Wizards thing. Oh, Mike didn't make the playoffs when he was with the Wizards. He was 39 years old. LeBron was 34. Mike won his fifth championship when he was 34. Yep. Next. Well, next excuse. What's your next excuse? <laughs> Keep on going. They're going to come up tomorrow. It's going to be an endless debate. Endless debate, bro. Oh, man. It drives me crazy. It drives me crazy. Anyway, uh, we ain't going to spend too much time on it. We want to get to this bracket before Jordan got to go off this break. You know what Lance I mean? Stevenson, Lance Stevenson is the only GOAT in my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm freed up, brother. So we, I'm, 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 I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be here for the long haul. Oh, cool. dude. Perfect. Perfect. All right. So, uh, I'm going to get into this next question. Uh, I already know your answer to this question, Ian, but has Zion Williamson resurrected interest in March Madness this year? I would say no, but he has resurrected interest in the draft. Okay. Because yes. we've had a, We've had a couple of we've had a couple of off seasons like draft wise. Like out of the last terrible four, I would say out of the last four years, we were only really paying attention to two of those years, and they were forced. Some a couple of those seemed forced. Like yeah, the Lonzo the, Ball. Thing. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was just about to say the Lonzo Ball when that was forced because of all the stuff his dad was doing. Um, and that's now that's an interesting topic, but I, I digress. Um. Yeah, Zion is. I, I think he's more because people have always been into March Madness. Like people have always been into the bracket, the brackets, and the tournament. Like I don't think. I think. I think interest in that has steadily increased and grown. Like I don't. I don't think. I can't credit that to Zion. I think that's just more people wanting to do brackets. And, you know, it's it's a, it's a fun social thing now. It's not even about right. whether or not you're a fan of basketball. Yeah. What do you think, Jordan? As regards the bracket, I think, and with Zion, I think that Zion himself is like, like when it comes to a Duke game, yeah, I'm, I'm watching, I'm all eyes. If it's not Duke versus anybody, I may watch. Like, I like a couple of teams. I like North Carolina. Those boys really know how to play. Um, who is it else that I was watching the other day? I like uh, the team with uh, Texas Tech with Jared mm-hmm. Culver. I like that team. I like the way he plays. I like looking at him. But has he has he sparked interest in the, in March Madness this year? I'm gonna say I'm, I'm gonna kind of lean towards what Ian was saying in a, in a way that no, because if if Zion wasn't playing, then really who would you be watching? John Morant. You already knew Murray State wasn't going to go all the way. They were just going to be a, 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 a you know a, probably a one and done like they were. Mm-hmm. Who else? In the in the in the tournament is that like just breakout superstar looking you know he's gonna take over at the next level type player and you just you just stargaze by you, not really anybody RJ Barrett's nice you know Cam Reddish isn't that great yet but yeah I, I, I don't think that it would be it would be something that I would be tuning into if Zion wasn't really playing the way he did so I'm, I'm looking forward to, like Ian said, the draft more so and getting excited about, you know, where Chicago falls or rises. And uh, right. then, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, yeah, he definitely I, I, I will say this. I agree with both of you guys. I didn't. I honestly have not watched any other game in the tournament. It's when we play. I, 
I just, I, I don't have interest in the tournament as a whole. I don't have interest in the other team. Don't come at me with no Tennessee. Don't come at me with no Michigan State. I don't care. I just want to see Zion. I want to see how this kid is developing. What's, uh, I, I already know Ian's thoughts on Zion, but uh, Jordan, what, what's your, what was your original thoughts on, on Zion? Do you think he can uh, transition into the NBA? I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, he, he surprised me and in my opinion when I first started hearing about Zion and all these crazy highlights on YouTube going against all these these, these you know white boys and, 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 and all these these just low level talent in high school just flying over everybody I'm like that's not going to translate well he's a highlight reel he doesn't mm-hmm. have a shot he doesn't do this he doesn't do that it seems like he's kind of overweight and, and, and I kind of I had a bad scout report on him you know, as soon as he entered Duke, that dude took over. He is a monster. He is a beast. It seems like the man is in great shape. It, it seems like he's driven to be mm-hmm. as great as possible. So I think that is going to translate uh, to the to the NBA. I think he's going to be the face of the league in in, a, in no 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 time. Really, I, I really do. Yeah, I, I think so too. I agree. Um, I, the only thing I'm worried about, and then Ann touched on this. Is you know he's his leaping ability. It always makes me think about those knees, man. You know, and with the way yeah. the NBA has been over the last year, it has not been kind to a lot of these. I don't know. This is another. This is the thing I don't understand about these new athletes. And you look back. Yeah. This just just this just backs up our point about the whole goat conversation in the nineties and eighties. Did you hear about so many ACL problems? Like uh, occasionally. Yeah. Yeah, like Bernard King, that was one. I mean, there were a few people that tore their ACL, but ever since Derrick Rose tore his ACL, there have been so many ACL injuries or MCL injuries to so many star key players. And then, you, not, not to mention the, the the number of broken legs we're starting to see. Had, yeah. Having the, the Paul Yusuf Nurkic two nights ago. Oh my God! I couldn't even watch that. Oh man, Victor Oladipo! Like this, it's just these players. I don't know if it's they're not taking care of themselves, but back then, you I know, mean, you know who's never been injured? Who? Lance Stevenson. <laughs> I, I thought you was gonna say LeBron. Yeah, Lance Lance is the goat in that department. Oh yeah, oh yeah, no. <laughs> Nothing there. He did have a knee injury a couple of years ago, I think before he joined the Indiana Pacers again. Uh, but other than that, he's been fairly healthy his whole career. He is the peak of of, uh, of physical health. <laughs> <laughs> That's the definition of, of a healthy player. Huh? <laughs> you know what, though? I, uh, I, I I was talking to somebody about this a couple of days ago, especially when uh, that happened in Yusuf Nurkic, man, that uh, grotesque. But uh, yeah, it it seems to me like back then a lot of people weren't wearing all these compression shorts and knee wraps and, and ankle braces and sleeves and all these things that can actually kind of slow down the circulation of blood, in my opinion. That's what I think it is, man. These dudes be all wrapped up tight. It's almost like you squeezing your body. Your body mm-hmm. can't function properly. Uh, you think about Derrick Rose, as athletic as he was. I don't know if y'all have ever seen. When he take off all his stuff, man, his legs look like toothpicks. Like they completely <laughs> in his body. 
they it's, it's, it, they're not either they're not working their legs out enough or they're they're uh they're cutting off the circulation of the proper blood flow that they need to to you know to to I let the leg function properly. I think it's a combination of that and also diet. Like the food, yeah. the foods we've eaten over like the last thirty years have had a noticeable dip in quality. There's yeah. more preservatives yeah. in food. There's there's less vitamins and stuff in food. Like companies have gotten cheaper with what they with what they they put in food, man. And I, I really think you know. I really think that has something to do with our longevity and our, our fragility. Like, my grandfather lived to be 94 years old, man. Like, I doubt I'm going to make it that far if this system lasts long enough. Like, I, I feel That's I'm going to kill over in the next 10 years. But he probably had a way better diet than me. You know what I mean? Like, I, just even 30 years ago, man, I, I remember watching this documentary about Larry Bird. They were talking about how he would, like, he would, like, be, they would, he would be seen like out in his yard like mowing his lawn himself like uh, two hours before a basketball game wow I, I, I do when I when I mow my lawn I take the rest of the day off I crack open the, <laughs> I crack open the beer I shower you know what I mean and then I'm not doing anything else physically exerting for the rest of the day that's and, a hard <laughs> you know I think it's, I really think it's diet too man yeah yeah that's true True. If we were if we were playing basketball as frequently as these guys, man, we'd have we'd have torn ACLs and broken knees. I bet. Yeah, I believe it. So would I agree with Jordan's point though? Like with those, you know, pads and stuff. I've I've heard a, uh, a trainer, a personal trainer for the Chicago Bulls. Uh, he's now working with the Utah Jazz now, but yeah. Those aren't good for players because it's putting too much weight on their knees. And when they actually, you know, go out and perform and they land, dude, that's not good. You got all this healthy equipment plus your knees. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I'm with I'm with you guys on this, man. I don't understand why it's so hard for NBA players to stay healthy these days. Yeah, man. Cereal don't even taste the same no more, man. Yeah, that that that's that's who. to say? You said what? <laughs> right. You said what, Jordan? <laughs> I said well, drinking water don't even taste the same, man. You're right. You're right. I gotta filter everything in my house. <laughs> you got you got one of them layer filters. Yeah, man. I got a little Brita. Uh, I think it's a Brita or something. Yeah, man, we we we, we got to put it through the little the little cycle, uh, the, through the little thing to just get it get it nice and pure. Man, <laughs> you still there, Rodney? I think Rodney died from the quality of food. <laughs> hey, hey, I don't know if you can hear us, Rob, but we can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, uh. <laughs> Somebody didn't like our comments on the food. Somebody from the FDA got up. They smashed up Rodney, man. How, how Anchor going to kick the host off? <laughs> they say, let's see how you all do without the man at the, at the helm of the thing. <laughs> hey, hey, that's all right. I can take this over. I can take the helm. <laughs> I, got, I got notes. Hey, <laughs> Hey man, I don't know. I don't know what, what he's gonna do. You might have to. I don't know, man. You might have to send out in this one and send out another link or something to start over, and then we'll just 
take care of the rest and edit it. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, let's let's do this. <laughs> Let, let's let's di- disconnect and see if you reconnect. All right. All right. You back? You back? I'm back. I'm back. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, me and Jordan uh, was bugging out. <laughs> I know. I, man, we might have to edit a little bit, but uh, wait for Jordan to get back on. Uh, I don't know. You know, I had the part. I had to plug in my phone, and I had disconnected some stuff, and I think it took me out. Oh, okay, okay. I could hear. I could hear both of you guys loud and clear, and I'm talking. I'm shouting. I'm like, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here, guys. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> Rodney, Rodney over there with a razor. <laughs> Man, my iPhone turned into a razor on me. <laughs> All right, Jordan, you back? Yo, yo. Yo, yeah, 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 you back, you back. I hear you. Oh, man, we thought you got snatched up by the food department. Bro. (laughs) I heard you guys loud and clear, man. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. But yeah, I, I know what Anchor doing. They, you know, they doing a little slick stuff. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk about that too much. Ian told me to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> we got this lawsuit going on, so I gotta keep that confidential. All right, uh, we gonna move on to this next topic though. Uh, I'm sure you guys touched on that last topic, man. I appreciate y'all thoughts on that. Robert Kraft <laughs> finally speaks out. <laughs> the pimp himself, and he says, "I am truly sorry about all the things that I've done." I know I have hurt and disappointed my family, my close friends, my co-workers, our fans, and many others who rightfully hold me to a higher standard. Throughout my life, I always try to do the right thing. The last thing I would ever want to do is disrespect another human being. Well, disrespecting other human beings are part of the pimp life. And that's what... Robert Kraft is responsible for. So, Ian, want to get your thoughts on him finally speaking out? Do you think he's owning up to what he did? As we lost Jordan, I'm gonna try to plug him back in. Um, well, Robert Kraft's words don't match what he's doing in court. It's like, okay, off the record, he's saying that he's sorry. Sorry for what? But then, when you get into the legal battle of it, like he's pleading not guilty. So. Which is it? Did, right. did you do something or didn't you? Right. And I get it. You're a billionaire. You got enough money to fight this and send some money in different directions and, and make sure it gets to the right people to get you off. Because if there's anything uh, America has taught us, if you got enough money and you're the right color, you can pretty much get away with anything. Um. So you know, he's he's he's. He's sending mixed messages here. He's he's apologizing to his family, but then he's saying he ain't guilty. So it's like, which is it, man? Like, like I heard that if he took the guilty plea, none of the footage is going to ever reach the public. None of the details of the case are going to reach the public. He would have to take like a class, like a hundred hour class about something, sexual harassment or human trafficking, something, some sort of community service. And he would have to see no jail time. And he ain't, right. he ain't even trying to do that. Like, he trying to fight this case to yeah. the deal. It's like, dude, for a regular Joe like us, that's you take that deal. Yeah, yeah. Well, he fighting it. So, um, I mean, it just, it's the Patriot way, man. This is the, the, how many times do I have to say this about the Patriots organization, about Robert Kraft? He's a, he, he's a, 
he's a snake, man. And I'm I'm so glad that this is happening. I hate to say that I'm glad that this is happening to him. But dude, you you made the bed. You gotta lie in it. You gotta take responsibility. How you gonna come out and say you sorry, but then gonna turn around and fight the case? Like, dude, that means <laughs> you you just is guilty. Yeah, I'd be you guilty. I'd be really curious to find out if any of these other forty two dudes who got snatched up are going to do jail time because man dude if they got the evidence against you um you know money and power notwithstanding man you, you and you plead not guilty and they got evidence against you you should go to jail robert Kraft is a filthy big lip beast who deserves to go to <laughs> who deserves to go to prison to, so he can lift so he can lift weights and convert to islam <laughs> george you back with us but uh, yeah, dude. And then, and then I don't know if you heard this. In he also stated that because of of the loss of his wife, uh, Myra, who died of cancer back in 2011, it left him devastated. However, he has respect for women. He has morals and this, that, and the other. I'm not, I'm not falling for that one either. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I, I can't. You know he he lost his wife. You know maybe I don't know, man. I I I, I hope I'm never in that situation, in that position. You know maybe maybe his yeah. loneliness did drive him to do something that was out of character. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. But hey, man. And usually when a person's fighting cancer, you you it's like you putting aside. This is this is just me. Uh, I I just feel like you're putting to the side a lot of different emotions. Uh, or, or different things that you could be doing physically to help your mate to get through the problem. But maybe he has some skeletons in the closet that he never revealed to his wife. I don't know, man. It could be deep. It could be deep. I don't know, man. Yeah. So wait. So was he doing this stuff while she was fighting cancer? I thought it was just most recently. I mean, he got caught recently, but we don't know how long he's been doing it. Okay, okay. Yeah, man, I, I don't even, I didn't, I don't even know those details. Like, I'm, 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 I'm all, nobody wants to talk about this. Like, nobody wants, we're done, yeah. we're done, Robert Kraft, man, dude. Take, 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 take this one on the chin, man, and, and keep it moving. Yeah, definitely. Keep it moving, man. All right, dog. We, 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 man, we lost Jordan. I wanted to get to this bracket, man, but uh, that, that leaves us with an uh, even number. So I might have to start flipping some coins. <laughs> we don't get them back. Uh, Chris, Chris uh, t- texted me and said he went. He's not gonna be able to make it. He got tied up at work. So uh, we're gonna have to just. We're just gonna have to swing this through, man. We're just gonna have to swing this through. Without him, we'll see what happens if uh, if Chris can get back on with us. I'm sending him links like crazy, so hopefully one of these can can possibly tag in. So we're gonna get started with this bracket. Um, we're doing the NBA best NBA fights bracket in honor of March Madness. Now, I will mention that we did not include, we, we have agreed not to include the Malice at the Palace on this bracket because we know, I mean, nothing's going to beat that. So many suspensions were handed out. Fans were banned from the stadium. Like, it, it was, 
it was nasty. It was nasty. We're, we're actually. Uh, I just got a text from uh, from Jordan. He said he's stuck. This may be an epic fail. Yeah, <laughs> stuck, man. What's this? Okay. <laughs> you know what? Before we get into our bracket, we're gonna go on commercial break. I'm gonna try to see if we can get Jordan back on. Yes, let's do that. Let's do that. All right, let's, let's do pay that. Pay some bills. All right. Anyway, you got to keep the show rolling. Hey, man, Jordan, man, you might need to get that. We working, we working hard with you, Jordan. Right. I know, man. I might go, oh, yeah, we hit you. We hit you. Yeah, I might have to go ahead without me, man. I don't know what's going to happen if it drop again, man. I don't want to keep messing y'all so up. Hey, well, you came right on time for this bracket. We about to get this bracket started. Um, best NBA fights bracket. Again, I just want to make this clear. Oh, we real quick. Not, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, Rodney. Before we, before we move on... Uh, uh, Jordan, man, did you oh, get to check out Jordan the Jordan just dropped out. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> man, Anchor, boy, this hey, lawsuit man, uh, is killing us. Upgrade, upgrade your phone, man. Get out. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't be trying to get on here with a Blackberry. <laughs> <laughs> we tried, man. We tried. Well, we gonna get into this bracket, man. We did, even without him, we I explained it before the commercial break that we didn't have uh, Malice and Palace on our bracket, uh, but we did include a bunch of fights. It was actually a lot of fights, uh, surprisingly <laughs> enough to make a bracket out of it. And then too, I want to make this clear: we are not promoting violence on MVP. We are no. by any means necessary, but. This is something that is an enjoyable topic for a lot of us male uh, brethren. We we like to sit around and, and laugh and joke about some of these old school fights that used to happen in the NBA. And now it's kind of ceased a little bit. Every now and then you get a little hold me back moments. Um, but we did. There is one that's more more recent on this bracket. So we about to get right into it. Um, I did see these brackets, but I'm, I took a page out of Ann's book. I'm not going to see these brackets because all of these fights are pretty good. So we're going to start off with the first one. Chris Childs with a two-tapper on Kobe versus P.J. Brown throwing Charlie Ward into the stands. This is a hard one, man. This is a hard one because... <laughs> <laughs> man, PJ Ward had it coming though. Like he did. Like the way he would. Did you see the way? Oh, you he mean was, uh, Charlie Ward? You mean I'm Charlie sorry, Charlie Ward had it coming, man. The way he was leaning all into dude right before he threw him, man. Like he, yeah, he, he asked for that. He asked for that little toss up. But like, <laughs> man, dude, the two piece. I love the two piece special, man. I gotta go, Chris Childs and Kobe on this one. Yeah, I do too, man. I they made T-shirts out of that, out of that <laughs> fight. <laughs> they did. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, like right. like some some um some New York based clothing company. You know what I mean? They they champion everything. Nick, they they did like a um like a design. You it's the silhouette. 
like their faces are blotted out, but you can still see their uniforms and they captured the exact moment Chris Childs connected. Oh, okay. That's dope, dude. Just got a text from Jordan. He, he's, he won't be able to join us for the rest of the show, unfortunately, but oh, it's all good. We appreciate you tagging in on the show. You, you gave a lot of good input to the show, so appreciate it. It's always good to have uh, Stayos family in the building. Yes, absolutely. Shout out to Jordan, man. Yo, let me know when you try that Blue Moon Horchata. Definitely, definitely. And, and, and Jordan, if you're listening, uh, please listen to the show. We got a good theater space coming, so we might might get some good stuff and, from that. And, up, and upgrade your phone before the playoffs, man, because we can <laughs> have to get it in on the playoffs. Yeah, dude, we got to do it. We still need to do that combined show. So, uh, Chris, definitely, if you're listening, Chris always listens to the show. You know, we got to get that going. All right, up next, JoJo English versus Derek Harper. That fight that ended up in the stands in the playoffs in 1994. David Stern was there right in front of everything, <laughs> watching the whole thing. Like, what is going on here? I cannot believe these dudes are fighting right in front of me. Versus Michael Jordan and Reggie Miller. Oh, man, dude, this is a heartbreaker, dude. <laughs> Little fun fact about that Jordan Miller fight. Miller actually got ejected. Michael Jordan didn't get ejected. Um, Which well, now weren't they? They were playing on Chicago's home court that game, right? They were playing in Indiana. Oh, really? Yeah, they were playing in Indiana, and 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 Jordan got a hard. Uh, he went up for a layup, and um, Reggie Miller kind of pushed him, and. Jordan just went up to Reggie Miller like, what's your deal? Next thing you know, that's when Jordan grabbed Reggie by his face, kind of like did like a hard slide down his face. Like he had like a bunch of chocolate uh, frosting all over his face. And <laughs> it just took his big old, Mike took his big old hands and just smashed them down Reggie Miller's face. And Reggie threw a couple of punches that didn't connect. And, and that was, and that was that. I gotta go. I gotta go with um, English and Harper, dude. It's, I'm first with you of on all, that. It's, it's a boss move to fight in front of the the uh, <laughs> uh, commissioner yes. of the NBA, man. Yes, and they they were going at it. It wasn't a hold me back moment. Like JoJo English, man, he washed Ron Harper. I'm he sorry, did. Dude. he did. He, he did. He mopped the floor with Ron Harper, man, and they just, dude, they was going. At I mean, it. They Derek, don't care. Derek Harper. You, you know how much hate you gotta have for a person to like. Just, just mop the floor with them in front of the commissioner. Yeah. And that was a good tactic by Phil Jackson because Derek Harper was killing the Bulls in that series. And he was like, you know what, man? I'm tired of Derek Harper, man. Hey, JoJo, come up. Come on here. Take care of that business, father. And whoo! They gave us a moment, boy. They gave us a moment in Knicks Bulls history. That, that, was, that, was, that was a good one. That was a good one. All right. Up next... Alonzo Mourning versus Larry Johnson featuring Jeff Van Gundy. <laughs> Everybody know about that fight. Uh, versus, Give that man the ten thousand dollars. <laughs> versus Lambeer, Bill Lambeer, and Robert Parrish. Oh my God, man, you killing me? <laughs> hey, all these fights are good on here, man. One's got to go though. They got to go. Man, cause see, oh, man. 
I'm I'm going I'm going morning versus the Jeff Van Gundy thing, man. The With Jeff Van Gundy can see. This is the thing. Larry Johnson and Alonzo Mourning actually did not connect on any of their punches. None, none. But in the ensuing melee, you got you got the Knicks coach Jeff Van Gundy on the floor, holding on to Alonzo Mourning's leg, getting drugged. <laughs> but pure comedy factor, I'm going that. I mean, Larry, see the Lambeer uh, Paris thing. Now that happened in Game Five of the 1987 Conference Finals, and. The game before that, game I think it was game four, Larry Bird got into an altercation with Lambeer. And so Robert Parrish, in, in, in a response to what Lambeer did in the previous right, game, he, floored him, he straight floored Lambeer. I mean, and didn't get suspended or ejected. Yeah, he sure did, man. He sure, they, 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 that just shows you what an NBA was at, man, back then. <laughs> <laughs> they do punches. They do punches and punches. Man, they did, dude. They did, man. But I, I don't know, man. This, this is a tough one too. Dude, he floor, he floor Lambeer and still over him. Like, yeah, what? Right. <laughs> and Lambeer didn't do nothing. Yeah, Robert Parrish had, had enough that that series. <laughs> He's like, I'm sick of this dude, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, so who you got, man? man. Man, man, man. Oh, I got to go with the Jeff Van Gundy, man. All right, cool. I, I agree with that. That's the a, a coach who's down for his team, man. Yep. You can't beat that, man. You can't beat that. Right, Shouts out to Robert <laughs> <Robert Perry. laughs> <laughs> and, prob- and probably stepped on. <laughs> oh, he got stepped on quite a few times. And and, and and Jeff and, and he had a full head of hair with a ball spot in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> Man, he had the ultimate. You see it. You see th- that was people always wonder why Tom Thibodeau always did the comb over. That was his inspiration. He was his assistant coach. Man, dude, that was that was such an awesome melee right there, dude. Like, Man. and you know he was wearing like a, the one of the world's most expensive Italian suits too. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, Van Gundy got that. The Gundys got that money, man. They got that money. Up next, Ray John Rondo versus Chris Paul. Then that's one of the most recent fights, more up to date fights on our bracket. Going up against Bill Lambeer and Charles Barkley, squaring up. Oh, man. You see, these fights are almost equal, man. And honestly, here's a little education for those who are familiar with the Malice at the Palace. This actually happened in Detroit too, and this was actually Malice at the Palace Part One. It was because Charles Barkley started fighting uh, Detroit Pistons fans on his way to the yes, on the way to the locker room. Yep, and he was connecting punches. And James Edwards and Rick Mahorn got into a fight in the middle of that fight. Yep, yep, because they was they was all messing with Mahorn because he used to be with him and then went over to the Sixers. Exactly. Oh man, you know what? Yeah. Rondo spit in Paul's face. And I, I wanna I wanna reward that one, man. Oh man, because that, that was a good fight, man. Cause they, they were connecting those punches. But yeah, I gotta was. I gotta go with, with Barkley and uh Lambeer, dude. Did you see Lambeer's face when Barkley was done with him? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He 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 gave he gave Lambeer that, that extra that two piece special. And Lambeer got in some good uppercuts on Barkley. Yeah. That was a good fight. It was one of those fights, man. 
then I was just laughing at the, the James Edwards and Mahorn afterwards, man. They was <laughs> that was like watching two two of your uncles in the family fight, and you like, which one is winning? Like Uncle John is winning, but but then Uncle Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> he got him pinned up to the ground, but Uncle John just giving them haymakers to the face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was hard to pick, man. It's hard to pick who winning between two uncles. But uh, I'm gonna go with that one, man. I'm gonna go with Lambeer and Barkley, definitely. Up next, Shaq versus Charles Barkley <laughs> against, and this is a new entry. Uh, this wasn't on the original bracket that I sent you. I made some adjustments. Someone brought it to my attention, and I added it into the bracket. Oh, shout out to whoever was that, whoever did that. Uh, I forgot who it was, but I, I, no, it wasn't Victor. It was one of my customers that I cut at the shop. I, it'll come to me. But Kurt Rambis versus Kevin McHale. Ooh, yeah, playoffs. Oh. McHale took Rambis out. Out. It was one of those things with the Celtics. Then the Celtics had that, you know, the Celtics was all the ways a target team for most teams. And it's kind of like Rambus was like that, that dog that the Lakers, Showtime Lakers had. And it was like, man, we tired of Larry Bird shooting all these threes. We tried, tired of Mikhail working us in the post. We gonna just have this dude be an irritant. And, you know, when you push the Boston Celtics to the limit, they get crazy, man. And that's what happened with Mikhail. You know, Rambis got under his skin, and, and Mikhail said, man, forget this, dude. But Charles Barkley throwing that basketball in Shaq's face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to go. I got to go Barkley and Shaq, man. Because, <laughs> because, because, okay, so Mikhail and Rambis, they were kind of evenly matched for that. Kurt Rambis right. was a dog, though, man. Don't let them glasses fool you. That dude, that dude. No, nah, he was a dog. He threw punches and bunches, too. Um. Uh, but but, dude. Bar- the, the good thing about the, the funny thing about that fight is that Barkley actually got the upper hand on Shaq. He did. He slammed Shaq. He, he picked Shaq up and slammed him. Yeah. <laughs> and Shaq missed the punch. Yeah, he did. He, he kind of he like Barkley did one of those quick moves. Like, but when they put it in, it's so funny on NBA and TNT when they all because they always show it every year. Like <laughs> Ernie Johnson gets a pleasure out of showing that. <laughs> Every year, <laughs> and they always slow motion uh, Barkley's face before Shaq swings, and it's classic. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one, man. I'm sorry, I'm going, that's my dark horse to win it all, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be up against some tough competition because the next round, the next matchup, we got Robin versus the camera guy, and Doc Rivers versus Kevin Johnson. I gotta go, Doc versus Kevin Johnson. The Rod- the Rodman one was barely even a fight, you know. Yeah, yeah. The camera guy, re- and the way the re- camera guy reacted after the kick, it was like it was so delayed. He was like, "Oh, oh, Dennis Rodman kicked me." Oh my god! Oh. And the and then if you watch the instant replay, the he kicked the wrong camera guy that knocked him, that knocked Rodman over. It was the other camera guy that knocked him over. Oh really? And he kicked the wrong dude. Yeah. The black dude didn't have nothing to do with it. Oh, wow. So, man, he won. Uh, but Kevin Johnson versus uh, 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 Doc Rivers, classic. Actually, it, it reached its 25-year anniversary this past Saturday. <laughs> and and on top of that, 
<laughs> it, it, it had a great feature guest by Greg Anthony in a Miami Vice uh, shirt. Dude, that Did was you see awesome. The shirt, that's bro. Awesome. That's that. Now that see, see, that's a ride or die teammate, man. He's injured and sitting on the bench. He's not even playing, and he got involved in the fight. Yes, 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 and 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 was throwing and was throwing punches. Throwing, I mean, real punches too. Wow, yeah. injured. Wow, injured. I don't know what was injured in Greg Anthony, but <laughs> it didn't stop him from fighting. That man, he went in on KJ, man. <laughs> oh man, that was classic. That was a great fight. Uh, also, the results from that fight: there were six suspensions, over two hundred and thirty-five thousand dollars worth of fines for both the Knicks and the Suns. Dude, it's crazy! Wow, crazy. Next, Larry Bird versus Dr. J against Rick Mahorn and Charles Oakley. I think I already know who I'm picking. Man, the Rick Mahorn versus Charles Oakley one. So this one happened. Go ahead. I was gonna say, refresh my memory. Okay, so Mahorn, uh, I guess, a hard foul Michael Jordan back when he was with the Pistons. And Oakley came at Mahorn, and they went toe-to-toe. Uh, punches were thrown, but none connected. Uh, benches, both benches cleared out. You know, it was a little scuffle, but it, it, I thought... I thought it was good to put in the bracket because you got two of the toughest NBA players to ever play the game and Mahorn and Oakley going at it. Like I would have liked, I, I would have liked to see that extend, but it burden bird, dude, Dr. J put them blows. He threw them blows on Larry Bird, man. Yeah. And that was another one that featured Charles Barkley. Cause Charles Barkley actually came up behind Larry Bird and held him down. And held him. <laughs> wow, wow, Dr. J just stole off on him in the jaw. <laughs> like three times. Yeah. He hit him like three times. I gotta give it to that one. I gotta give yeah. it to that one. Yeah, Bird versus Dr. J definitely uh tops that. But that's uh, another one I've seen on t shirts. Ooh. I might have to uh look for that one. Yeah, they saw some some Philly based company that that, that did it. Mmm. Well, shouts out to Rick Mahorn for making the list, making the bracket. He, how uh, many fights did he he in like the bracket like three times? <laughs> well, he wasn't the actual feature of the bracket. He was always the one coming to the rescue. But this one, he actually was the featured artist. So, <laughs> he was a feature in all those other fights. <laughs> and this one, he's solo. <laughs> he's solo on this one. He's solo on this one. All right. Up next, and this is the last matchup, Rudy. Tom Janovich versus Kermit Washington up against Rick Fox versus Doug Christie and his wife. It's Rudy Tom Janovich. Fun fact, almost lost his life. Yeah, that was brutal. That was brutal. That wasn't even like fun to watch. No, it wasn't. And they made a full documentary. And Kermit Washington had a messed up life, man. Like, I read up on his story, dude. It was it was sad, man. That whole situation was sad. Yeah, And it made me actually, after watching that documentary, it made me appreciate Rudy Jarmjanovich and the fact that he won those two titles. I think that was the best thing that ever happened to him uh, at this point of his NBA life was winning those two championships as a coach with Houston because, man, dude, like... He shattered half his face, dude. Yeah, didn't he have to learn to walk again or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was brutal. Yeah, and I know Kermit Washington didn't, you know, 
he didn't mean to take him out like that. He was just defending himself. Right. Uh, when he saw dude run up on him, um, that was brutal. That was that that wasn't even entertaining. So I got to give it to the Doug Christie one. The Doug Christie Rick, Rick Fox one was so good uh, with <laughs> Christie's wife. Uh, Shouts out to Christie's wife, man. Coming up for uh, her husband. I know that could be looked at as a soft move, but she didn't. The, the action came her way. She didn't come out running to the court. She waited till both of them got in, walked into the locker room after they got injected, and she took care of business. Yeah, what were they even fighting over? Who who who's S, who who took whose S pearl? Like what? What was it? <laughs> <laughs> well, Doug Christie and and Fox got tied up. Fox kind of muffed Christie to get him off of him, and Christie, in the middle of the muff, punched Rick Fox in the face, and then that was you know next thing you know, and it was a preseason game, so it wasn't like it was a real game. I think this was after the. Oh, after that series that got that the refs. It was after the series. Yeah, it was after the series. The refs threw and after, and I think before that game, Shaq said famously said that I'm not worried about the Sacramento Queens. (laughs) Right, write it on a card, (laughs) put a postage stamp on it, mail it. I'm not worried about the Sacramento Queens. So yeah, I gotta go with Fox and Christie just off the fact that. I mean, I just wanted to put Rudy and Kermit on this list just for a history lesson, but I, I, I just can't award this the best fight because it, it just it had a brutal ending to it. Yeah. All right, next round. We are we are in the Elite Eight. We got Chris Childs versus Kobe against Alex I mean Jojo English and Derek Harper. Jojo and Derek, man. Jojo and Derek, I'm with you on that. Jojo and Derek, man. <laughs> I love. I, hey, shouts out to Chris Childs, man. Shouts out. This this was uh this was a tough matchup for you though. They did it in front of David Stern, man. You can't beat <laughs> that's that. Like, that's like fighting in front of the school principal. <laughs> right, right. Bruh, terrible. All right, morning versus. Johnson featuring Gundy <laughs> against Malice at the Palace Part One with Lane Beer and Barkley. Woo! Oh man, um, man, they were both crazy, man. I, I gotta go with Barkley and Lane Beer. Barkley and Lane Beer. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna go Malice One. I'm gonna go Malice One. I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with you on this one, Malice one. I know we are gonna have to flip eventually during this only, only but. because, man, dude. Shout out to Jeff Van Gun, uh, yeah, Jeff Van Gundy, man. But the the original fight, no one, no punches landed. No, no, yeah, nobody connected, nobody connected, and Van Gundy sold the show. It's like it's like Buster Rhymes, like <laughs> it's like in your tribe called Quest, uh, you know, it's like. Buster Rhymes featured on Oh My God, but it didn't win the tournament, you know? Right, I mean, Because right. it technically wasn't a Buster Rhymes song, and, you know, it was Tribe, and we, we worried about what Tribe doing, not Buster, you know? So, uh, but shouts out to Van Gundy, uh, big time, for coming through for his players. All right, up next, Shaq versus Chuck against Rivers versus Kevin Johnson. Shaq versus Chuck. <laughs> I knew it. I knew Shaq it. Versus Shaq versus Chuck. You got Shaq versus Chuck. Uh, look like I'm gonna have to flip a coin. <laughs> let's, let's flip it, man. But but I can't be mad if the other one wins because of the whole Greg Anthony factor. 
Yeah, you got an injured player getting in on the on, on the melee. Right, right. Hold up, hold up, hold on, and I'll be right back. Hold on. All right. I gotta get my coin. All right. So, heads or tails? Shaq is heads. Okay. And Doc Rivers, KJ is tails. Let's flip. Heads it is. Shaq and Barkley. Ah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shaq and Barkley makes it to the next round. All right. And last but not least, Bird versus Dr. J versus Fox and Christy. Man, Bird versus Dr. J. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Bird. Bird versus Dr. J beats that. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, I like, I'm more convinced that I think it's more of a boss move than what Barkley did, even though they were both boss moves. But I got to go with what Barkley did over Christie's wife. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, uh, man, Dr. J grabbed Larry Bird by the neck and with one hand and, 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 and pummeled him with the other. <laughs> All right, man. So we got the final four. Well, I mean, well, we're down. No, we're down to actually that was the one, two, three, four. Oh yeah, we're down to the final four. Oh wow, we're down to the final four. Shaq versus Barkley against Bird versus Dr. J. Ooh, that's a tough one, man. Ah. Uh, I get I'm gonna take the first shot. I'm gonna take oh, yeah, the first oh, shot yeah. here. I'm gonna take the first shot here. Whenever you slam, whenever you body slam a 300 pound in his prime, this is this not Shaq in 2009. This is two. This is 1999. Shaq cut no 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 fat, just all muscle, and this man picked this man up. I know there were no connected punches like Bird and Dr. J, but Dr. J had help. So I'm going to go with Barkley and Shaq. I, I was going to go with Barkley and Shaq, too. Yeah. <laughs> they advanced so to the finals. They, they advanced to the finals. All right. Up next, we got JoJo English versus Derek Harper against Malice at the Palace 1. Woo! <laughs> oh man I think I'm going Jojo English on this one I might have to go with Malice I might have to go with Malice in the Palace part one be- just because of how marked up Bill Lambert's face was at the end of that fight what? you know what I changed that mind I changed my mind just because you said that and I hate the Pistons I think I'm going to go I'm going to go Malice 1 I'm going to go Malice 1 and, just, and especially since we couldn't put Malice at the Palace 2 on this bracket and, and the fact that and also too the fact that for the Jojo English and Harper fight you didn't really see them mark up afterwards it was just a boss move no. right in front of the commissioner man right 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 you seen torn jerseys you seen people pissed you seen fans fighting like fans got involved like it it it, it went to another level Barkley fought fans like it was crazy but Barkley fought yeah it was yeah that was a great fight that was a great fight and, and uh, no one was seriously hurt at the end so that's always good 
All right, now we're down to the championship. Malice at the Palace one versus Shaq and Barkley. We got man, man, man. I can't pick, man. I can't pick. I gotta let you go first. <laughs> I will make a correction. I have been saying Malice Part One, even though uh, I think at the time of this fight, I could be wrong. I don't know if maybe were they at the Pontiacs? Were they at the Silver Dome at that time? No, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think they were. At, I think they were at Malice. They were at Malice because I know at one point the Pistons were playing at the Silver Dome, but when I when I look back at it. No, that was at the palace. So yeah, um, ah, man, this was tough, man. I I just thought the Bar- Shaq and Barkley it had comedy, <laughs> realism. Yeah, that was like a fight you would see on like the bas- on one of our basketball courts. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what made it entertaining. You know, you somebody bounce a ball off somebody. <laughs> Yeah. And swing and miss and hit your butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Oh man. <laughs> and, 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 and and to me, I'm also popularity. Like you would if you tell somebody right now that Lambeer and Barkley fought before, no one's gonna really remember details about that fight. Like we do. We're NBA enthusiasts. So you know, we, we know about this stuff. But if you ask anybody on the street, have you ever seen that fight between Barkley and Shaq? Yeah, that was funny. That was hilarious. That was like it's a it's not not saying that it should win because it's the most popular, but just it had everything, man. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, the Barkley Land beer fight kind of got buried with the sands of time because, like, I actually had to go back and, and look at it because it's like Bill and Beer fought so many people. I, I was like, okay, which, which one are we talking about here? But man, it was it was still spectacular though to see Bill and Beer get 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 touched up like that, man. Like, this is hard. You know what? You know what? I gotta go Shaq and Barkley. I'm going Shaq and Barkley too. I refuse to let. Bill and Beer win anything on my podcast. <laughs> All right, there we go. <laughs> it's Shaq funny versus Barkley. It's funny how Barkley made it. Two Barkley fights made it to the finals. Bro, good point. I, just didn't, I didn't think about that. Yeah, <laughs> two Barkley fights made it to the championship round. That was great. That's great. That is amazing. But we have a winner. <laughs> we officially have a winner. Yeah. Uh, congratulations Shaquille O'Neal and Charles Barkley if y'all listen to this podcast which I know y'all don't you guys have won an award on most uh, on uh, MVP and congratulations uh, you get a 40 ounce um, for, <laughs> actually a 40 ounce for Barkley and, uh, and some old English for Shaq so you get a can of Shaq food <laughs> yeah it's Shaq Actually, a, a copy, a, a copy of Shaq Fu. Sega Genesis. You have one. All oh, right, man. all right. So uh, that was good, man. That was that was a good bracket. We're definitely gonna do more brackets. I actually got an idea for a bracket in the future. Going into the play with the playoffs being around the corner for the NBA, I'm thinking about doing greatest NBA Finals bracket. So. Mm. Um, I want to do that. I'm going to go back, do my homework, see what NBA Finals is worth putting on. 
and uh, or even just playoff series. Period. Uh, there are a lot of great playoff series that. There was a time where the NBA Finals was really watered down. Uh, it's getting watered down now because of the Golden State Warriors. But even in the early 2000s, the Lakers, you know, they dominated the East whenever they made it to the Finals. But they had some great conference Finals matchups. So I might even do just an NBA playoff series, just period, including Finals. We'll see. I I'll look at everything and see what would be easier. So stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for that. I can't wait. All right, uh, going on to our Theater Space segment, we're going to be discuss and want to discuss uh, some dream salads. Yes. Yes. All right. All right. So let's go. All right. I got I got two dream salads, man. All right. So in the interest of promoting healthy living, we, you know we we talk a lot about food here, but we we ain't really touched on the healthy the healthy part of of, of, of diet. Um. Dude, my my dream salad. I have two. One is okay, a mixture of iceberg and romaine lettuce, mm-hmm. but it has to be uh, it has to be three parts ro- uh, three parts icebergs and one part romaine. Okay, in this salad, throw in white grapes cut in half, craisins, and miniature mm-hmm. shrimp with mm-hmm. raspberry vinaigrette dressing. Bro, raspberry dressing is so underrated. My wife put me on to that. Oh, and blue and, cheese. Blue cheese, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, blue cheese is good. Yeah, my wife put me on the raspberry uh, salad dressing. It is so good. Yep. Yo, the white grapes and the craisins, they go great together. Um, the shrimp, you get a little protein with the shrimp. My second one, my dream salad. Most might know it as a cob salad, but I, I got I got rid of all those extra things they put in cob salad. I, I I got to the meat of the sandwich and what what people really go to cob salads for, man. I took right. out the carrots, I took out the onions, I took out the tomatoes. We going we going iceberg and romaine lettuce, avocado ranch dressing with bacon, avocado, sweet corn, blue cheese, hard boiled egg, and crispy chicken. Mmm. Dude, that's good, man. Dude, you make me hungry. I, I don't do with I don't do the tomatoes and the and the and the uh, uh, carrot, the shredded carrot. Not gonna be it. No, I don't like the carrots. Yeah, give me give me sweet corn, give me blue cheese, avocado, and bacon, man. Do you do the, do you do that uh, purple cabbage? Yeah, I ain't got nothing against it, but it ain't. You know. Yeah, oh, wait, I the think purple it's cabbage. The purple cabbage. You yeah. know what? No, I don't do that. I don't. Okay, it's not bad. I actually tried it uh, once. It's not bad. Yeah, I, I you know, I, I can do without it. Okay, okay, yeah, that sounds like a great salad, dude. Like, yeah, you, basically, you said everything that I would say I would want on my salad, especially shrimp. Like, you can't beat that. Yep, just miniature shrimp, man. Cold shrimp, cold, cold shrimp, not not already cooked, not pre cooked, right? Right, exactly. Gotcha, I got you. Yeah. Oh, and, and, and another another nice little treat for those of you who really dig Caesar salads. If you dig Caesar salads, try this. It, it, it might be for you, it might not be, but I personally love it. Order anchovies on the side and eat the anchovies with your salad. Hmm. So what 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 effect would you have on the dish if you do now? That? You you get protein. But the saltiness of the anchovies goes great with 
that lettuce and that Caesar dressing and that Parmesan cheese and the Caesar salad. But it can't be, it can't be, it can't be like a Cobb salad or a fruit salad. It has to be a Caesar salad. Okay, gotcha. Also, to enhance your salad eating experience, try a nice Riesling to go with it. It's a well-balanced white wine with a little residual sugar in it, not as sweet as Moscato, but just enough to enhance your salad eating experience. Man, that's what's up, dude. Appreciate that, man. That's... <laughs> that's pretty good that's pretty good man, get your nice Riesling man yeah so you know I know I always recommend y'all eating Doritos and, and Cheetos Fritos before the show <laughs> but hey take in all of this knowledge that Ian is dropping and you'll have an effectively excellent sandwich I mean not sandwich but salad so yeah uh, definitely gonna be taking notes at this one I'm back, I'm gonna backtrack and try to write all that stuff down too something I can include on my salads since I'm doing this keto diet which I don't really want to talk about right now because I'm still I've been hungry for the last five days <laughs> what's, what's the keto diet? so it's basically a low carbs low sugar diet so you can eat like meats and stuff like that but you can't eat anything with uh, carbs over double digits so if it's you, got 13 you eat, but you can eat whatever meat yeah, I can eat whatever meat I want to eat, which is cool. I like that. But, dude, I'm hungry, like, in the next two hours, right? Or I'm hungry, like, right away. It takes, it's going to take, it, it takes some time to get used to it. Like, the first two days, you're going to be, you're going to be ready to die. Like, but after you get over that, I think your body adjusts to it. And now, you know, you, like, my body is starting to get adjusted to it. So, I'm starting to, you know, yeah, it, I think it's, it's helping. A I think bit. I might, I think I might already be on that diet because, like, <laughs> dude, I've cut, I've cut pop out of my diet. Yeah, I don't I drink never, pop. I never eat candy. Mm-hmm. Very rarely will I eat candy. Um, and I don't really eat a whole lot of carbs, but I do eat a lot of meat. Like, I be stocking up on the steaks, man. <laughs> Damn, dude, that's good. That's good. I have pork chop. I actually gonna be bringing pork chops with me for lunch. So, like, yeah. Uh, and, and also, my wife made a. Uh, she found this recipe: a cauliflower mashed potatoes. So basically, it's like mashed potatoes, but she just used cauliflower, and she cook it, and then put it in a mixer, and mix it, and it oh, comes that, out. That sounds disgusting, <laughs> bro. It's actually good. I was surprised, and I'm the I'm a picky eater. Eric. My mama tell you, I'm the most pickiest eater on earth. And it, it wasn't bad. I was shocked. It went well with the uh, fish. I made I made lemon pepper uh, fish. And it it went well with it. Okay, okay. So I'll, I want to recommend a restaurant, but I think because of time, I'm going to rec- I'm going to do that for the next show because I got a story behind it. And we'll be all day. And Once we I love tell stories. this story. <laughs> Once I tell this story, you're gonna be you gonna be tripping, dude. You're gonna be tripping. So we're gonna get to our awards, man. You play yourself it. awards. I got one. Specially made for Kyrie Irving. Oh man, Kyrie Irving. I, I you know what? I'm 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 where Stephen A is with Kyrie, man. He's really starting to tick me off. But but, but go ahead with what you got to say. This man, after getting scorched by Kimball Walker over the weekend, comes out and says, yeah, we need to double team. We need to trap him. Huh? And we always get torched by Kimball Walker. We need to start. 
most most teams in the NBA just double team. No, dude, that's your assignment on defense. You got torch. Step up your game defensively, bro. Yeah, he gonna stop, say. Stop blaming the coaches. Right, he gonna say. I think we were we were traveling like both teams do, and that, so that's a shot at the coach right there. Right. You saying the coach don't know what he doing, dude? You got torch. Fess up, man. Fess up. Face face the music, man. Yeah. Kyrie Irving, man, he's such a he. He, 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 he has such a he, he's such a good player, but he has such a bad attitude, man. Yeah, he, he he's, does. he's hard. He's hard to root for, man. He really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you I, know what? He, he learned leadership from LeBron James. So what? What should? What do we expect? Should be surprised there. <laughs> should be surprised there. Uh, did you have a? You played yourself award for anybody in particular? Yes, Dr. Dre for oh. tweeting. For tweeting and bragging how he his daughter got into uh, uh, USC uh, on her own marriage, and he didn't have to go to jail for bribing anyone. When in reality, you and Jimmy I, I, I then gave them a seventy million dollar contribution uh, to USC less than uh, less than two years ago. But you want to brag about how your daughter got in on her own, man? Stop it, dude! And he know he was bogus too because he gonna remove the tweet after everyone called him out. Mmm. Mmm. I missed that story. That's if hilarious. She, if, if she got in on her own marriage, dude, why didn't you post a picture of her transcript or her scores or her grades? Right. Instead of instead of just a picture of her and her acceptance letter. That's hilarious. That, I, 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 I gotta look into that story. I, I missed that. I missed that memo. Dr. Dre, you played yourself. So, essence of Otis, again, my essence of Otis goes to Kodak Black. I don't know if you heard the story. Yeah, he said he was, yeah, yeah. Greatest rapper of all time, Tupac. This and, there you, all, these young, all these young rappers always trying to diss, diss their own culture, dissing the old heads. And it's like, come on, y'all don't even know, man. Like, Tupac is the reason why you're here. Like, here's my question. Like, where, where are your classic albums at? Exactly. Like, come on, dude. No one's listening to you. No one came to see you, bruh. Like, <laughs> to oh, Tupac only a legend because he died? Like, what? Come on, man. Now, and, and I've featured on your podcast several times. I have been on record of being a Tupac hater, quote unquote. I get that. I'm not a Tupac hater. I just, I like, I, I, I would say I like 60% of what Tupac has made. And I, the other forty percent goes in the garbage. Do I think Tupac is the greatest rapper of all time? No, but do I think he's one of the greatest? Yes, he's in my top five or top ten. So, <laughs> but I, you know, it's just like, man, come on, man. I'm not gonna go that deep and say, man, this man is only popping. He's only popping because he died. He, you know, get out of here, with Kodak. Nobody listening. Not gonna be able to do it. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> you got? Do you got? Mine, mine. We already touched on. It was. It, it, it's once again the, Le, the LeBron apologist campaign. Yeah. Shannon Sharp, Nick Wright. They want to bring up all this stuff about what George didn't do. You know what I mean? Like, like you still fit their narrative. Man, shut up, man. Ain't nobody. Ain't nobody trying to get y'all. I got the roll on in the back too. I got the roll. The, the, the small portions in the back too. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. Get, hit them with the African oils. The African oils, yeah, yeah. We got some for them too. All right, 
My Cuddy Award goes to D'Angelo Russell for knocking the Lakers out of the playoffs, putting that final stamp, knocking them down the stairs <laughs> after being traded for Lonzo Ball, D'Angelo Russell having one of the best seasons of his career and has worked his way up into our MVP awards that's coming out later on this season. I think he, he's definitely going to be inserted into the most in, improved player nomination. This dude was, and, and again, I didn't. I don't think I had him in the most improved player nomination in our mid-season award show. So he, man, D'Angelo Russell put in some work in the second half of the season. Got the Nets balling. They're going to be a problem in the playoffs. And he's going to be sitting there hooping right in front of LeBron James as LeBron James watch it on his couch at home on TV. Yes, sir. Yeah, so my Cuddy Award goes to D'Angelo Russell. Shouts out. My Cuddy Award was going to go to Draymond Green for his comments about whether or not KD Lee. Oh, that was a, that was definitely a Cuddy. But my Cuddy Award has to go to Clyde Frazier. Yes. For yes. his on for his on-air criticism of LeBron James. Yes. Love it. Love it. So many people, so many people got butt hurt over yeah, that. They did. If you've never played with them, you keep your mouth shut. Okay, so so now if I haven't it's not enough for me to be an ex, ex NBA player. I can't I can't criticize LeBron James. I would have have to specifically played on him as his played on the same team as him as his teammate to have something to say about him. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, that's what they're telling you. Not gonna be able to that. <laughs> Clyde Frazier, man. Clyde Frazier, man. Keep speaking out as one of the old heads, man. Yes. We, we forget we forget this this game used to have honor and, and, and a competitive spirit, man. And we need the old heads to kind of remind everybody of that, man. Like the things you do out in the public eye, they matter, man. They yep, matter. They do. They do. And this whole season, LeBron hasn't been setting a good example as a leader. Let's just all face it. Body, body language says a lot. Exactly. But. Exactly. All he worried about is the barbershop show and, and, and you know, I hate that. Space, I hate that space show. jam. I hate, I hate that show, dude. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever actually sit down and tried to watch it? Nope. And I'm not going to. It's terrible, dude. There's no, there's no dissenting viewpoints, man. It's just a bunch. It's like it's just four people sitting around in a room agreeing with each other. That's it. That's it. Nobody has a difference of opinion or nothing. Yeah, like, I don't I, like it's, it. it's bunch terrible. of bunch of yes, bunch bunch of LeBron yes, man. That's all. All right. Uh, to wrap up our show, uh, we got our hidden. We're gonna share our hidden vibes. I don't know if you uh, had one this week, in, but I got one. And go right ahead. This is, was my introduction. Actually, CC, um, shout out to CC, put me up on J Live. Uh, he put me up on the best part, which was my introduction to J Live. I actually was about a couple of years behind on J Live, but in 2003, I listened to the best part, and bro, I was blown away, man. It's such a well produced album, well crafted lyrically. It was just great, dope beats, dope rhymes, and it was just a very well-polished album. Great debut by J-Live, and um, that's one of my hidden vibes of the week that I would like to share. It was something that I didn't know about, and then I, you know, I got put on by somebody else, and I turned out, it turned out to be one of my favorite albums. 
yeah, that is an excellent if album. Not as good as all of the above, in my opinion. But hey, yeah, actually, all of the blood, uh, all of the above was the album CC put me up on. So I, me, as soon as I found out about an artist, I like to backtrack. So yeah, I agree with you. All of the above is way better, but man, the best part, dude, I was just like, that's one of my personal favorites. Uh, man, dope, dope. I agree. Oh, did you ever get to check out the Astro Rule in Blue Black? Not yet, but I got it in the rotation. I'm gonna check it out and give you my opinion on it. Okay, okay, yeah, check it out. I think you like it. I'm so All right, man. So this week, man, in Hidden Vibes, I have the instrumental album. Okay. Um, Prince Paul. The name of the album is It's Struments. I T S T R U M E N T A L. It's instrumental. It's a instrumental album that's like bananas dude it's like it's got skits it's 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 better experienced than described but it's a it's an instrumental album of humor mm. okay it's dope. it's dope i'm gonna have to check that out i'm gonna have to check that out i think i listened to it before but I, i'm gonna have to or i might have to refresh my memory on it Man, I'm check always it out. up for some good things. Prince Paul beats. I'm always up. Man, dude, check it out, dude. The samples he used on there were bananas, dude. Like, cool, cool. All right, and uh, before we conclude our show, I'm going to add a little small segment. It's called My Whole Foods by Selection of the Week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you still with me? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. All right, all right, cool. Uh, this was an album that got recommended to me Back in 2008, it was from Pat Hammond, DJ Pat Hammond. He actually DJed my wedding. Shouts out to Pat. Oh, how'd you get Pat, man? Bro, I had some connections, man. I had to, I had to link. I actually think CC was the one that was able for me to get. I think CC or Reggie, one of one of the two, was able to help me get Pat. And uh, he's been my go-to guy ever since. That's what's up, man. Yeah, he actually yeah, DJed my in-laws' 25th anniversary party, and this is actually when I got put on. It was a it's a group called Coop K O O P. Oh, I know about them. They had came out with an album called Walls for Coop. It came out in the early 2000s, in 2001. They came out with another album in 2007 called Coop's Island. That one's okay, but it wasn't as good as Walls for Coop. Walls for Coop was an excellent. Excellent wait, wait, wait! Album. Are you talking about the coop, the coop from from the Bay Area, from Oakland? No, 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 no! These are two uh, artists. They do it's like jazz infused album. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's more of a jazz infused album. Kind of got like that old swing jazz from the nineteen forties. They like combine that, and then they got a few house tracks on there. For, it is a pretty dope album. Um, if you ever get a chance, it's one of those albums where you only play like you want something super mellow to play in the morning that just gets you you know you getting ready for work or whatever that's one of those albums you know that you put on it's a really good album if you ever get a chance check it out uh, you won't be disappointed and pat told me about when pat sent me actually pat sent me the album through dropbox that's what my first introduction to the dropbox because i never heard oh, wow. of dropbox so he sent me the whole album uh, through Dropbox and that was one of the albums in the collection another album that was in the collection I'm going to share next week uh, during my Whole Foods because <laughs> this, this, this is music you'll hear at Whole Foods <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Oh, hey, man. When, when you when you sent me the schedule and you said a whole foods pick, I thought you were talking about food, and I actually jotted down a Target pick, like <laughs> some food from Target that I that I've only seen at Target. It's called it's a cereal for all my cereal heads out there. It's okay. called it's called Graham Oats. I seen those. I seen those. I was just there. I was just at Target a couple of days ago. I seen those. Best cereal ever, dude. Mm. I buy them okay. punks two at a time, dude. Two days later, they be gone, man. I, oh, that's what's up. I be killing the grandmas. Yo, real <laughs> quick. Real quick before we go, though, I got one more cultural or regional question. Sisters rehearsing their parts in the bathroom the night of their talk. <laughs> cultural or regional? <laughs> dude, you got to ask for why Oh man, I ain't answering that one yet. I gotta think about that one. Yeah, I'm, I'm anxious to see. Is that a cultural thing or is that a regional thing? Cool, cool. We'll, we'll find out in the uh, next episode. Man. Again, <laughs> thanks a lot for taking time out today to join me for another uh, start to another season MVP. Uh, we did it, getting off to a great start, man. This bracket <laughs> was a success. Unfortunately, yeah. uh, Jordan couldn't stay home with us, but shouts out to Jordan for joining in as well. We appreciate your efforts. Absolutely, man. Shout out to him. Well, with that said, I will. I got some bills to pay, so I'm about to get out of here, and I'll see y'all on the next one. For sure. All right. Peace, peace, peace.
Hi there, sports fans. This is Johnny Most reporting for the Boston Celtics. And we're starting to see the bang-bang stuff now. Rodman is all over Bird. And there is a violent, violent knockdown by Lambert. Oh, my. A completely unnecessary foul by Lambert. And he has the audacity to complain about something. They have been called a dirty ball club, and I can see why. This is a typical, a typical disgusting display by Rodman, Lambeer, and Isaiah Thomas. The yellow, gutless way they do things here. Now the other Lord Fauntleroy's coming in, the other good guy coming in, Rick Mahorn, the guy who hit people from behind have a great deal of contempt and disrespect for this kid right now because of the blind side swipe he took at Bird. It was Dennis Rodman, and he sneers. He didn't do it because he's a goody good boy. He wouldn't do something nasty like that. Dennis Rodman did not incur my respect anyway. In fact, tell that to these miserable Detroit media people because they called me jerk of the week. Well, fine, I'll be a jerk of the week, but I'll be myself. I, I wouldn't be like them for all the money in the world.